<laughs> Were you surprised by? Um, I don't. They they didn't embrace that that side of Batman very much. Batman. Which which one? I don't know. Just kind of the zany. No, 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 You know, the <sighs> the bad gadgets. No, there was not. Well. The bad phone. The bad credit card. <laughs> yeah, you know. uh, that's like the worst. <laughs> the worst. That's, we talk about excess, and uh, that's the worst stuff. I actually saw a clip from Batman and Robin because it came up in my uh, Facebook feed. Like just a, a clip. Oh, yeah. Of it when the, they're fighting Bane and Poison Ivy, and it looks like a joke. It looks like an Austin Powers movie <laughs> where they're trying to parody. Uh, <laughs> like, wh- what is this? Too much. Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> uh, what was that? The eighties? The eighties thought that was no, a good idea. no. That Not. was that was like nineteen ninety nine. Oh, ninety eight, ninety nine, right in there. It was the eighties calling. <laughs> yeah, it was something. <laughs> the eighties were trying to come back. Yeah, Joel Schumacher was like, "This is this is what the what the people want, right?" <laughs> uh, and, and, and then right after that is when they hired Nolan, right? <laughs> Well, right. They're like, uh, let's get the guy who did Memento. <laughs> Welcome to the Fat Dads. Today, Nathaniel and I are looking back now at a film recently released, uh, The Batman. Yeah, so we have a very in-depth conversation about the movie. Is it woke? Is it not woke? Does Riddler know who Batman is? Does he not know who Batman is? This episode, Nathaniel and I only talk about the non-spoilery things, so... If you want to hear that in-depth conversation, be sure to stay tuned for part two. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fat Dads Podcast. Welcome back to Fat Dads. I'm Nathaniel. And I'm Seth. And uh, this is the show where we talk about movies. And uh, TV shows. Kind of whatever we want. Yeah. And in this case, it's a movie. It's Batman. The fattest movie to come out ever since Spider-Man: Homecoming, right? Uh, far, uh, far from no, home. Way, no way home. No way home. Yep, that's the one. Or, or maybe Homecoming. Um. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it depends on how you count. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the big movie of this of twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if there's anything that's going to top the excitement for this film past. Well, okay, I, I misspoken. Until we get to Doctor Strange, right? Maybe so. Mark. Which is strange because uh, no, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> that Doctor Strange is almost certainly going to make more money than than the Batman. You think so? Oh, definitely. I think so. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty confident. Are you betting, man? Uh, I am sometimes, but only if I'm sure <laughs> I'm going to win. Well, you thought the Buccaneers were going to win the Super Bowl? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, it's okay. I thought the Packers were too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I I think I would take that bet that the uh, the Doctor Strange will not be Batman. Well, I think about well, I think about the stakes ahead of time, but because uh, I'd be willing to bet something on that. But uh, really, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we can do something fun. Yeah, like like who picks the next film or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, so uh, just kind of in our our spoiler free uh, segment. Yes, uh, yes. Because uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk. Uh, spoilers in depth and really break this movie down. That's right. But just kind of in general, where do you think this movie lands 
in the Batman film series. And Best or worst, somewhere in the middle. Best or worst. Oh, and, and I guess we can include Ben Affleck's appearance in Batman vs. Superman. Sure, sure. And at least in the depiction of Batman. I would say this ranks near the top. Now, to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of the older Batmans. I think my I'm most familiar with the Ben Affleck and with the Christian Bale series. Yeah. And so, I guess really I shouldn't, I really have no say in, in ranking it above other ones. I've heard that the um, the Tim Burton one was really good with Michael Keaton. So, I feel like I should really watch that before ranking that, putting that one into the rank. But I would say... Out of the out of the three series that I've seen, it's probably the worst. <laughs> but above the other ones, it's probably above you know um, the um, George Clooney one. Wait, so you what I've seen? You like Ben Affleck and Batman for Superman or Justice League or whatever that over um, this movie? No, no. But there was some parts of it that I remember fondly. Okay. Like the warehouse scene. Yeah. I remember that was really cool. Now, some of the other stuff that they did with him, you know, he, like, he didn't have his own film, so I guess it's hard to rate it. Yeah. Um, so, I guess it's, it's a close second or third. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. What yeah. about what about you? What do you think? Yeah. One thing that I, do, I would give credit to Ben Affleck, that, that film series for, is I really like that Batman suit. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. yeah. The, definitely, I think it has the most comic book aesthetic. The and. Bulk. Yeah, but also none of that that chintzy armor type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it just it just looked very faithful to some of the some of the comics, uh, and and I thought that was really neat. As opposed to this Robert Pattinson's Batman, where it's a lot of body armor, and we'll get in more into that. I'm sure as we talk about the invincibility yeah, rating I of the armor. With you, but uh, okay, continue. Uh, and so <laughs> I I just not a yeah I I I didn't love. Pattinson as Batman and and um, but a very capable film I thought overall but not without its issues so hmm. certainly I think uh, uh, Chris and, and that comes there's some issues with like ranking this Batman movie over other things because they all feel so different yeah, yeah uh, right? I agree with you the, the zaniness and the strangeness of the Tim Burton Batman you don't, you only have to look at it just a couple of scenes and you realize this is kind of strange this is really out there yeah yeah and then you have the more grounded with uh Nolan, and then this this movie is so stylized that it feels strange to even kind of like I don't I feel like they don't occupy the same space. You know what I think is a good comparison is this and the Arkham Knight cutscenes. Yeah, sure. You know, I was a big fan of those, and I felt like we got a whole film of that, and yeah. I really liked that aspect. It felt so Gothamy. Yeah, it felt so Batmany. Yeah. In definitely a way that that Christopher Nolan's series, which felt like it was too grounded in reality to be mm-hmm. really a comic book style movie, like yeah. they're really good uh, dramatic movies with some superhero elements, yeah, to, like very light superhero elements to them. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is just so much more stylized, like the 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 Arkham games, which all right are clearly over the top, but <laughs> definitely feel more like that classic Batman. Yeah, 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 and 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 that's what this movie gets right a hundred percent. That feeling of Gotham, I would say. Yes. I know we'd been talking a little bit earlier, and you didn't like so much how much rain there was. Yeah. Uh, but I think that that's essential to Gotham. 
it it's kind of that that gothamy feel that it's just kind of like this wet soaking wet place where it's always raining and all of the classic shots of batman have him it's not like spider-man where he's just kind of slinging out at night no it's at night and it's raining it you know there's intense lightning flashes that create you know a bunch of lighting contrast everywhere and you know there's um you know there's water dripping down his cowl and um yeah. Someone says something significant. And there's water dripping down his lips. <laughs> I can just see the comic book panels that that do that, you know. Yeah, and I think that's that's fair. And and the the atmosphere that the movie has in terms of the 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 locations and the set pieces and things like that, um, except for maybe the last one, which I thought was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah is it, it felt really good. Like mm-hmm. just just uh, it's very immersive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dark. I really, yeah, and I really like that. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about the, the, I'm sure, the darkness a little bit more, and whether it crossed any lines or it didn't cross enough lines. But you mean like, as far as what actually like that what happened or the light, the light, the physical no, light. no, like like what happened? Yeah. You know, it, w- was it was it too violent or too scary or not scary enough? Um, some people really liked the 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 movie, thought it was appropriate, but some people were like, oh, I wish this was R rated so we can get you know every. You know, have it have it have it feel as gritty as possible. Versus the PG thirteen movie, you know, rating. I, I thought felt it restrained the movie at times from going overboard. I was never left wanting more of an R rating. No, I, I'm, I'm not either. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 not, I'm not kind of I'm not that not, not kind of a viewer who was right. like, oh yeah, this would be way more realistic if, uh, uh you know, certain animals are seen chewing up people uh, yeah, right yeah. That, that's not a uh, something i want to see in a movie so like daredevil would have gotten r rating i would yes, say yes right immense amounts of violence and blood right and yeah it it doesn't it didn't need it i felt like the violence was brutal enough you could feel that it didn't have to be graphic mm-hmm. to convey that at all and so right. I'm, i was happy with its rating yeah yeah. yeah, but uh, in terms of does it does does the movie's content dissuade you from recommending the movie no. to to anybody? The content, the story. No, no, like no the the uh, the, the, the violence, the language. Oh, 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 oh. I um, mean, who would you say that? Right, I think you you like the movie, but is this something that you're going to recommend to everybody or or? A, right, do you, you you still have some younger siblings. Is this right. something that you want them to watch or? Um, for the most part, yes. Okay. I mean, my right. younger sister is very innocent, <laughs> you know, but like even Clara, uh, yeah, I would recommend that I, Clara go see this. Okay. You know, right. for for any like comic book film, Bat, you know, um, Batman fans, anyone who enjoys that sort of a film, I would definitely recommend it to, you know, because there are people who don't enjoy Batman films, like my mother-in-law. She, like, I tried showing her The Dark Knight and she just, you know, just not about it. And it's like, okay, well, fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend this movie to her. Mm-hmm. It's just not her style of film, right? You know? So, I don't know. What, what about where's who would you recommend this to, and, and not? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I wasn't a huge right. You didn't like it. As it much it definitely has a lot of, of, <laughs> of darkness in it. And like my wife, I definitely she would not want to watch this movie at all. She she wouldn't mind watching Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, um, but this movie is definitely a bridge too far. And I think for a lot of people, they're not gonna want to see this movie because the of that. The box office just disagrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, the box office was not as robust as I thought it was going to be, uh, to be honest with Did you. Did it I have it a was, quick fall-off? Um, I guess it didn't have a, a, like a good starting point. 
uh, at least not not as strong. I mean, I don't understand that No Way Home is kind of an anomaly, but right. I, I feel like there's lots of parents who didn't take their kids, didn't take their families oh, to go well, see yeah. this movie, yeah, sure. who would have gone to see No Way Home. Well, yeah, obviously. And, and I'm saying that, that that's a consideration, <laughs> and so I think it's yeah, it's yeah, a worthwhile yeah. consideration. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not something I'm eager to show my family anytime soon. I, it was it was pretty dark, and honestly, that would have. It was at my t- it was at my, my my tipping point right there. Do I actually want to see all this on screen for three ah, hours? Okay, so the darkest thing that happens, absolute darkest thing, um, a guy getting clubbed over the head. No, comes to mind. no, no, no. Yes, no. All right, what, what's the darkest uh, thing? That comes it, to- it definitely is the the um, uh, the police chief and how he gets his demise early in the movie. Uh, yeah, with it with with the rats and that setup there, that was definitely the most disturbing. But you didn't thing. see it. Yeah, but it was it was pretty disturbing, pretty messed up. But you didn't see it. Uh, yeah, I didn't even need to know about it. <laughs> I thought at that point. What? <laughs> but you didn't. See- oh, okay, okay, okay. Just the hint of it was enough. The, the, the implied violence is not no, no. It, it wasn't even the thing where like. In Avengers Endgame, where they cut off Thanos's head and they just cut away for a second, and then they showed the head rolling away. It wasn't even like like well before the rats were anywhere. Well, okay, I guess we're, we're we're still in spoiler free. But before you even get the hint about what's going to happen, it's they just they it's not even there. All right, you don't see his body. You, you don't. There's but not- that the, the whole point of when they're at the morgue. Yeah, you you don't see um, his body because they they imply that the whole thing is just like mangled and gross and i don't like it i don't like it i know a lot of people won't like it and i think you just have to know that ahead of time that that's it's i didn't even, I, I barely even noticed that part okay all right <laughs> all right but so you like the movie you like the story you think it's i did good? Yeah, yeah i think there's plenty there everyone i think this is a type of movie everyone should see it at least once in their lifetime it's it's going to be it's going to be part of of the of the pop culture of superhero films so if you watch superhero films if you're going to have an opinion on if you're going to continue watching them i think you should have this movie in your repertoire of movies that you've seen you know you can get away with not seeing uh morbius (laughs) yeah yes yeah (laughs) you you can get away with not seeing apparently captain marvel because i still haven't seen that movie you can get away with a lot of films but the Batman, I feel like, is going to be a movie that will be referenced in the future. It, it's it's going to be a um, a um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like a um, a standard. It's going to be a standard in Batman films. I think it's hard to predict where this movie will be in the future. I've heard some person say that they think this is going to be like The Force Awakens. And how many people were like, ooh, The Force Awakens, such a great movie. Like, I love this. This is the second coming. <laughs> and and now we look at back at The Force Awakens and people are like, uh, you know, I, didn't, I never actually liked The Force Awakens. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Talking to the same people who were like, Force Awakens, amazing. <laughs> and then now it's like they don't even want to they don't even want to talk about it. Because Why of how do you bad think that is? I'm very curious. I, I know what you're talking about. Why do, what, what, what? What elements do they attach to that they're now detached from? Yes. So I think a major part of that is that there were, there were really big flaws in The Force Awakens uh-huh. that nobody wanted to see. 
They just wanted to see, and, and I think I think uh-huh. some of it relates to this movie too. They just wanted to see what they want to saw see, which was uh-huh. Star Wars and Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon. And when subsequent movies just took a dump on on not just the individual movies but also Star Wars, yeah, I think it was like now, yeah, I'm not. I see all those flaws now, and I don't like it. Okay, so. I see what you're saying. Remove those films. I I, I think The Force Awakens as a standalone is enjoyable. I enjoy it as much today as I did when I saw it. Okay, all right. Um, maybe so. Uh, I guess I never liked it much when I first saw it, and uh, and I've seen like many people who were talking about how great it was. I just don't. I don't hear that conversation as much anymore. In relation to this movie, I don't know. Um, I think a lot of people are really hyped about this movie, and I am just not seeing it. Now, 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 when you say that it is no longer as good, and people who used to really love The Force Awakens now don't like it so much because they're able to see the flaws that it had, I think there's merit in that critique of Batman. Because right off the bat, for those of you who haven't heard it, it's, it's crazy long. Yes. And it does dissuade even avid moviegoers. Um, and definitely, at least rewatches for sure. And re- yeah, so Ethan really liked the Batman, and so I asked, oh, "Are you going to rewatch it? Eh. <laughs> Are you going to go see it?" Ah. <laughs> and and I gotta admit, you know, I saw it a second time, and I kind of inside I felt myself dragging my feet because I was just like, "Oh, it's three hours, right? It's long, it's long." <laughs> yeah, and, and in that sense, I think that's one of the movie's biggest flaws is the excesses of the film where it's like oh we can't get enough like this is all this is really well produced and really well done and we're just going to keep doing it and doing it for hour one and hour two and hour three and they don't know when to stop and i think that's a big issue with the script is it didn't know when to quit and it was just excess upon excess upon excess and it was the director who was holding the camera or behind (laughs) the camera who was just like just wait a little bit longer. Just move a little bit slower to make it a little bit more. Just draw it out, just like like taffy. Just stretch it, and you just did that for the entire film. Right, right. Yeah. I I just like felt pretty bad for the actors after this movie was <laughs> over, and I thought they shot, they got paid for one movie, and they filmed one and a half movies. <laughs> <laughs> like talk about having like, like lots of your life just spent for this movie because it is so long and they do and there's so much movie in this movie yeah uh it, you definitely get your money's worth i remember, I remember right when we, when we went when we went when we went to the theater we paid six dollars to go see it yeah and i thought man i robbed you guys <laughs> <laughs> see but i think i think that's where this movie had to embrace it because can you imagine any other version of this film that gets cut down and still works as a film I think as comprised it doesn't quite work but I think some script tweaking and the movie would be would work and it would work way better because I think this movie not just is it so long but the script hurts the movie with how ridiculous and convoluted it is with how many characters there are there are too many characters there are too many plot threads and in the end especially with the final act mm-hmm. you realized oh the writers actually don't know what they're doing and they kind of ruined it hmm. whereas I, I whereas it's like the first two hours i yeah. was good with yeah and, and and if it would have ended in that final half hour i would have thought this movie's really well done really well planned but then when you got to the final half hour 
or maybe it was 45 minutes. Yeah. You, it, it, the, the flaws of the movie really slipped through. And like I said, that that's when you realize that the writers were in over their heads and they weren't as smart as you think they are. <laughs> they weren't they weren't even as smart as the Riddler. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's go into spoilers. Unless there's anything else for you to clean up on the non-spoiler side. Well, just um. So overall, uh, what's what's your rating? Do you think this is like a, a is... juicy ribeye steak for you? You know, you're just gonna it's gonna keep going at it again and again. Close, close. I, I call this the T-bone steak. Okay. Close, close to accurate. Uh, completely average. Okay. It, it took some some heartfelt soul searching for me to, to, to determine that because. You know, um, going into the film, I had talked to a coworker who loved it immensely, and so I have to admit that kind of set my standard up a little bit. As I was, you know, it set my expectations up a little bit higher. Um, coming out of the movie, so I, I was a little bit let down coming out of the movie, but I, I still understood that there was a lot that I loved about it. Yeah, you didn't love it, but you know, so I, I, I got such conflicting sides. You know, like I could see the flaws, but there was so much that I loved about it. I have to just be average with it. it sure, you know, it, sure that you have to take it as it is. Yeah. What about you? What do you? What do you? Where's your? Yeah, I think for me, this is a um, a perfectly done um, spare rib. Okay. You get it off the smoker. It's amazing. It's juicy, and then you put. You dump Sweet Baby Ray's on it, uh huh, and it just ruins the whole thing because instead of tasting that great, smoky, um, caramelized on the outside goodness, mm-hmm. you just are just bite into sugar and <laughs> tomato uh, ketchup. Yeah. And it ruins the whole thing. And you're like, boy, I wish you would have held off the ketchup because kind of kind of kind of ruins the whole thing and that mm. ruins the whole thing but it makes the experience a whole less palatable okay that's a very good way of putting it okay and that concludes our spoiler free review of the batman if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to hear more be sure to stay tuned for part two where nathaniel and i take a deep dive into the batman and uh we discuss it much much further for nathaniel and i Thank you for listening to The Fad Dads.